what does your spouse do that gets on your nerve and how did you oh. learn to live with it okay well we had talked about this before <laughs> i did find a list that i've made which there's i think it's 112 <laughs> items that i've got <laughs> And so I really don't want to share because we'd be here till tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mike and Christelle podcast, where family meets faith and fun. We have an exciting episode for you, and we know you're going to love it. Today, we've been joined by our good friends, uh, David and Gay. Hi, Mike. Hi, Christelle. Hi. Hi. Yeah. 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 Hi, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm 66 years old, been married to Gay just on 43 years. Wow. We have three. 43. One, 43 last <laughs> week. Seems like. Oh, last week. So we are celebrating your anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's yeah. so fresh. So it's been the best 43 years of my oh, life, anyway. Yes. Um, we have three lovely daughters. Yes. Our youngest daughter has just moved to Tamworth with her husband and two children, so we have our grandchildren with us. Oh. Yes. And another daughter, Alison, living in Sydney, and yes. another daughter, Felicity, living in London, who's about to be married. Yeah. So I'm studied as a doctor for many years, was yes. working in the outback as a flying doctor, yeah. and then specialised as an eye surgeon and have been in Tamworth for 30 years as an eye surgeon. Wow. Presently semi-retired, just working two days a week. <laughs> semi-retired? Because and your daughter is joining? Phoebe, our youngest daughter, <laughs> has just finished her training as an eye surgeon yes. and has come to Tamworth and will be staying and working with me and eventually taking over the practice. So for the last 16 years, we've been helping with a charity in India called yes. Eye Openers, where we provide eye surgery yes. and Christian work to people in rural poor India in one little part. Can so, we call you philanthropist or something? Uh, it's a big word, philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> we, we feel that God has blessed us immensely. Yeah. And the reason that he blessed us was not so we could be sitting back and enjoying it. Yeah, but great. So that's we should good. be a blessing to others. Yeah. And that's been on our hearts at least for 25 years. Yeah. And certainly the last 20 in a, in a very active capacity of mm. which our India work is yes. one of the key things we're involved with. But also work in other countries, including North Korea. Wow. Um, where we also do charity work there. And wow. for us, it's been a huge blessing to be involved in this. Yeah. I have permission to call you uh, Dr. David uh, and philanthropist. And why are you laughing? Philanthropist <laughs> is a good name. Okay, we, I, will, I will give myself that permission. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, remember to subscribe and click the notification bell so you don't miss when we post new episodes. Great. Okay. If you can go 43 years uh, ago, how was it? How did you meet? How? Yes. That's we'll exciting. With, let's, yeah, let's hear what, from what the What's your from version? The real version. <laughs> well, I grew up in the country, in a country area um, just north of Tamworth, mm. and but I moved to Sydney to train as a nurse. Mm. And it was during that time that... I started going um, to a well. I became a Christian down yeah, there, and then yeah. I started going to a, a church with a lot of young people. And one night, this young, this really scruffy <laughs> guy <laughs> with long hair and a beard and a big leather jacket, and wow. arrived on a motorbike. And a I took star. one look at him, oh, and I thought, <laughs> "Wow." <laughs> <laughs> But I was very shy as yes. well, yeah. and so you know, he thought I was 
not interested or snobby yes. or something, but yeah. Yeah. because yeah. But anyway, eventually God brought us together, and yeah. um, here we are. Yeah, David's yeah. oh. version of story yes. now. now version. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I grew up in Newcastle and went to Sydney for studying medicine. Yes, and spent several years really unable to find a church to settle down into, but mm. yeah. Kept my faith despite being lonely. Mm. Um, one day I'd heard about a lively church near the university I was at mm. and walked in and it was 150 young people made the church with very few people over 25. Mm. Wow. But I remember when I walked in, there was this most attractive blonde ah, lady there. Thank you. And, um, <laughs> thought, yeah, she's a really nice looking girl, yeah. but she won't talk much she must be a snob or not interested in me <laughs> so fast forward probably 18 months yes and by then the church was renting houses so i was living in a house with boys that went to the church gay was living in a house that was rented by the church with girls living in yeah and um so we'd you know go out in groups like she said and um bit by bit i was able to talk to her and i was actually very shy with girls mm. yeah. as well mm. but just felt myself attracted to her. Yeah. And um, yeah, one thing led to another and we started going out about two years after we first met and then 18 months later we got married. And oh. So what <coughs> attracted you to each other? Like what, what is it that yeah. you saw about each other that you loved? Okay. Um, well, certainly initially Gay's looks, she was a very beautiful young lady, yes. lovely long blonde hair yeah. and a beautiful smile. Yeah. And I found her fun to be with, so I just wanted to be with her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and as I've said to other people, the... The things that attracted to me then are yes. still there, but there's so many other qualities that yeah, I've actually learnt um, since then that I had no idea. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm so thankful because their qualities have helped our marriage survive, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Yeah, anything you 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 mentioned the leather jacket. <laughs> Any other? I, I guess the first the appearances that yes. that physical attraction yeah. is a very real thing. But mm. I yeah. think I've learned over the years that. As you mature in your relationship, those things become less important. Yeah. It's the deeper okay. things, the mm-hmm. spiritual yeah. things that become more important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But at that stage, initially, um, yes. Yeah, the, the door, phys- like the key the to physical that. Yeah. And the fact that he was a Christian. Because yeah. Was yeah. Not. I'd been and, and um, yes, I, I'd, I'd been out with other fellows before and and there was not that same spiritual base and mm. and that's really important absolutely um and i didn't want to go down that road again yeah. and it was after we'd been out for a little while yeah. and and i was really in love i went off my food i couldn't eat the best <laughs> best way to lose weight ever is to fall deeply in love you know but um but because I had been really hurt, emotionally hurt previously, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to go down that road. I yeah. didn't want that pain yeah. again. And I remember calling out to God and praying to God and saying, Lord, if this is not of you, please take it away. Yeah. I don't want this relationship yeah. if it's not of you. And I had a very clear voice spoke to me and said, David is going to be your husband. Wow. wow. And But then... That was, you know, it was wonderful. But that took that was really hard because yes. I really believed that that was God. I knew it was God. Yeah. But it took a long time before he got the, <laughs> he got the, <laughs> the same message. <laughs> and I couldn't say anything, of, of course. course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, sometimes I thought, 
Yeah, I should it. say to him, you know, yes. God told me that. <laughs> but no, I, I can't do that. I've heard, I've heard of people who said it, it didn't, it didn't end up it didn't well. Know, it can end up badly. It doesn't work. Yeah, I was fairly shy with girls and a bit slow on the uptake. Yeah. And I remember feeling very attracted to gay, yeah. but also enjoying the little bit of freedom that I had. Yes. And <laughs> I remember speaking to the elder of our church, who was a really good friend and only five years older than me, mm. saying, yeah, I'm really attracted to gay, but I'm not sure I don't mm. want to lose my freedom. And he just laughed at me and said, freedom's not something you have, it's something that um, that you think you have. And, um, <laughs> and um, so I, um, I um, yeah, rethought about it and thought, yeah, it's probably not a valid way of thinking. And yeah. then after that, yeah. I started to realise that she was the person that I should marry. Yeah. And my parents were very encouraging as well. Yeah. Um, they were lovely Christian folk. And yeah. although I didn't sort of ask them intimately, but I could tell that they were really keen yeah. for mm. Gay to become their daughter-in-law. That was good, wife. though, that you, you, you were... Um, humble enough to ask for advice, like to speak to your. To I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, and well, I'm really good. struggling. Yeah. Yeah. After getting married, did you feel, or after engaging, did you feel like you lost your freedom no. or you gained more freedom? I didn't feel did either way then. That? Yes. Mm. Um, as I mentioned, we got married in a December and I started work as a doctor in the January and I very much felt I lost my freedom then because mm. in those days, uh, junior doctor worked 110 hours a week wow and so we'd been wow. married three weeks and suddenly i was working 110 hours and wow. in the other 50 hours of a week you had to sleep eat have a relationship and get to know your wife yeah mm. um and i was just constantly tired yeah um and gay was understanding because she was a nurse and you knew that's what she'd bargained into mm. yeah but i thought i'd lost my freedom that i had as a university student where i could come and go as i liked mm. and i was just basically working like a, a dog, for want of a better word, <laughs> for the next three years. Yeah. And um, I felt more losing freedom to that than I felt, you know, incredible freedom once we are married because we are married yeah. we could, you know, do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, wow. you You gained freedom. Gained freedom, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yes, we are very conscious of not having sex before marriage for yes. want of freedom, but yes. you know, once we're married, well, that freedom comes. So yes, yes. I felt so I'd gained gain freedom, freedom there, but lost it in joining the workforce in a very hard job. Yeah. 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 So work took your freedom away not marriage. Mm. That's right. Not yes. marriage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What does your spouse do that gets on your nerve? And how did you oh. learn to live with it? Okay, well, we had talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> I did find a list that I've made, which there's, I think it's 112 <laughs> items that I've got. And so I really don't want to share because we'd be here till tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, in, in reality, yeah. no, um, very little that she gets on my nerves. Yeah. Yeah. Gay is incredibly organised and incredibly yeah. tidy. Yeah. yeah, I love to be tidy and I love to be organised. Yeah. But my tidiness, even when I was a boy at home, my mother used to despair. Yeah. And Gay's so tidy, not she'll good enough. tidy up after me and I'll lose important items of paper. No, that you I'll... shouldn't leave them in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I find that gets frustrating because I'm, you know, I knew I should do and answer that paper, but it yes. disappeared. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's probably the main thing. But yeah. there's very little that we've had over the years that we've come to major disagreements about, isn't there? Yeah. At least that's my take on it. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Gate? 
Well, that tidiness thing, yes, I, I am OCD. People yeah. don't think it, but I am. Yeah. And and I like to be tidy. Yeah. And it really drives me to distraction. This little trail of papers all through the house, in the yes. bedroom, in the bathroom, yeah. in the kitchen. You know, mm. And he has an office down there yeah. and a desk out in the other room. So, I mean, there's plenty of other places. Probably <laughs> bits of paper not in the kitchen, you know, where I'm trying to prepare food. So, <laughs> so I just, well, I'm afraid I haven't overcome. I just gather it up and take it. Yeah. And so I do you... try to keep it in the same order, but it doesn't live in the kitchen. Yeah, it goes back where it belongs. But, of course, there's the other, the other old um, thing that irritates so many young married people is the husbands that won't put the toilet seat down. Yes! <laughs> I've heard of that too. <laughs> but when you really think about it, those th- they're not important. Yeah. But in the broader scheme of things, they're not important. Mm. That's the, annoying. Um, well, you know, I, I've been to a number of weddings where they've read that passage from 1 Corinthians 13 about love being patient, mm. kind, yes, yes. not insisting on its own way, not yeah. angering easy. Yeah. And you see people that get really irritated about little trivial yeah. things like that. Yeah. 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 And but they're not important. Yeah. And 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 you get angry when your self-will is blocked mm. or stopped. Mm. So I think if you're really trying to love, yeah. And to and to love in a marriage relationship, yes, um, you need to overcome those things. Yeah, great. Yeah, and and to not let them rule mm. your relationship mm. or your life. Yeah, and um, so don't keep a record of wrongs. Yes, yeah. in the last sorry to cut you short, I I, I want to pick on that. In the last forty three years you've been married, you started by being annoyed by those things like keeping the toilets seat up you know mm. and and you were annoyed by the paper <laughs> paper being being lost in the house yes, where, or yeah, moved moved, yes. moved <laughs> in your in, kind of yeah. organization that was order for you but but how did you come to a place where you understood this is not a reason to fight how did you progress how did you yeah. well I'll just to get there but in quickly mm. When we moved to this house 28 years ago, yes. the toilet seat in our bathroom won't stay up by itself <laughs> and you hold it. So you let it go and it falls down. So there was never an issue well, <laughs> until must, last I year when we changed it. <laughs> well, there was a reason for that because I bought a new toilet seat and it had these little washers that you could put underneath oh. so that it wouldn't let it stay up. It would oh, fall down. Oh, wow. So I added those in so it would fall so down. So I've just found that out now. <laughs> so that was an automatic problem. So that is beautiful. It was oh, but I've got so past bad. that now. Mm. I've really learned to think, is this important? Yeah. And I think, no, this is not important. David has just as much right to use the toilet mm. <laughs> as I do. Mm. And just because he sees his perspective is different to mine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that doesn't mean that mine's right yeah. and his is wrong. Yeah. I, I was challenged in a in another, not a marriage <coughs> situation, in, a, in another cultural situation mm. where there was the same sort of tensions, cultural yes. tensions. Yes. Um, and I remember praying to God and thinking, oh, I'm so irritated about this, but I didn't want to cause offence or anything. And... and I prayed to God and, and asked him, is it me or is it them? Mm. Yeah. And 
I got a very clear voice came to me again. Mm. It's you. Wow. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, Lord. Wow. That doesn't mean that I'm right yeah. or, or they're right. Yeah. Um, it's just our cultures are different. Yeah. And, and so if you go into, you know, to serve in a different culture or in a marriage, yeah. um, to work in a relationship, mm. you have to get past those differences yeah. and be willing to serve the other person yeah, great. And, wow. to, and to be accepting of the differences mm. yeah. it's, it's sound- and to work with it, you know, and yeah. not, let, no, not let it become an irritation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 40, it can- 43, 43 years later, it sounds easy. Yeah. But for those who are still in their second year, <laughs> they really need to, we need to work on it. My that wife is, and I yeah. are on their 17th, I think. We are still working on it. And one thing I'll just add to that is that just, I grew up with a fairly critical sort of background from mm. some members of our family. And, yeah. and I've learned, as I've meditated, I've learned that criticism, a spirit of yeah. criticism yeah. is poison yeah. yes. in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I would warn young married people yeah. Yeah. to guard against a critical spirit or, and, and the importance yeah. of giving thanks and praise yeah. and not allowing criticism, yeah, no matter great. how small, that's great, to take yeah. a hold in your heart because mm. it is a poison. It is. Yeah. And yeah. I'm really appreciative of David, you know, on that giving praise and thanks. You know, he, he's been, thanks me for cooking dinner, even if it's leftovers, you know. <laughs> Thank you for cooking. No, that's from that's yesterday. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. But that's it's nice really to cool. be told. Yeah. But that, that sort of thing is important. Oh, yeah. It's important. It, it affects our attitudes within yeah. marriage. Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. That the other is thing, so good. Yeah, that happened 40, almost 40 years ago yeah. when mm. we were married three years. We were about to move interstate, start a new career, have mm. our first child. Yeah. And in the space of one hour, that child was born with a terminal illness and subsequently died. And all our possessions were destroyed in a fire while they were waiting to be moved to the new place. So in one hour, we lost our future of children because we were told we probably would always have children that die. And we lost all our worldly possessions except our motor car and a few things in it. Yeah. But what it did, it gave us perspective in that you yes. think, well, what's important in life? Wow. And trivial things that might cause disagreement, you can waste a lot of time and energy. Yes. Mm. But at the end of the day, they don't buy you more time. Oh, yeah. And wow. it made us That's really realise what's important in life. Yeah. That's and um, probably material things are not important. Yeah. Whereas relationships and family are very important. We've learned that lesson the hard way by... Just having that experience yeah. 40 years ago next month. Yeah. And um, wow. that's coloured our life ever since then. Yeah. Um, you know, thankful for God because we had three daughters after that who all didn't have a terrible illness that yeah. would cost their lives. Yeah. yeah. And blessed with abundant possessions, even though yeah. we lost everything we own and yeah. had no recourse with insurance or anything. So yeah. um, wow. it really, it just altered our thinking from that day forward. So that's mm. been 40 years now of a different wow. mindset to. Wow. Perhaps where we could have gone if we'd chosen a different direction to go yeah. in. Yeah. Wow. If you don't mind me asking about <laughs> your daughter that died, um, how long did it take you guys to heal from that, do you think? It, probably variable. Sometimes I think it took me a long time because mm. um, I think I threw myself into work. Yes. And I've worked mm. like a Trojan ever since. And I sometimes yeah. wonder, was that partly a, a way of dealing with it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it's like another lifetime ago now and she's buried in another state. Yep. And occasionally I've been in that state and been able to call in at the graveside and it yeah. almost feels like another world and another yeah. lifetime ago. So yeah. it probably took many years. Yep. But I, as I said, I think I um, throw myself into work. Part of it was a response to that. Yeah. Part of it was also feeling, well, life is short and uncertain. Mm. I really want to make my life count. Mm. And I felt God calling me to become an eye surgeon. Yeah. So I thought if I do that, I'll go for it 100%. Mm. And so part of it was that. So there's always mixed reasons behind it. Yeah. But for me, mm. I think it took some time. I, you know, you go through denial first and yeah. and misunder- not understanding how it happened. Yeah. yeah. The one thing we did was that we realized that we had a choice at that time that we could have become bitter and angry at God and blame God mm. as to allowing mm. our first daughter to die and subsequent daughters to possibly die. Mm. Um, and we looked at old people that I knew that had become bitter and thought, we just don't want to end up that way. Yes. Wow. So we'll choose to follow God, even yeah. though we couldn't understand what mm. and mm. why it was happening, mm. but just to trust God for our future and any future children we would have, even though the doctors told us probably the same thing would happen every time we tried. And by the time we found the diagnosis out, Gay was pregnant with our second daughter, and yeah. their advice was to have an abortion, oh. uh, of which we were totally Horrifying. opposed. Horrifying. And um, yeah. you know, told them in no uncertain terms the reason why we didn't believe in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, her name was called Felicity, yeah. which means happiness because of the joy yeah. that she brought us. And her middle name is called oh, Faith because yeah. we had to trust God for those wow, nine months that mm. she would actually be born healthy. Yeah. Um, and. Um, yeah, so I think it did take a while to work yeah, through, but yeah, you never yeah. quite know when that grieving process starts yeah, and, and yeah. when it finishes. It's a very yeah. gradual thing, I, and I can't either tell you a certain date when that stopped, but yeah. it was, I know, it was a gradual thing. Mm-hmm. And and when, after Rebecca, that was our first daughter's name, um, died, and it, I just felt that I was being held over a deep, dark, bottomless pit yeah. Mm. But for some reason, I had this strange feeling of being held there that something underneath was holding me and yeah. stopping me from falling into that's that good. pit. Yeah. And wow. now I know that it was the everlasting arms of God, that's yes. of the Father, yeah. that's holding good. me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he has been so faithful through that and ever since. Um, we've had many different challenges come through our life mm. Um most recent one for me was breast cancer. David yeah. had a heart attack. Yeah, but, and yeah, and I had a melanoma. Yeah. You know, I've been under the surgeon's knife several times. Yeah, um, but mm. God's always there. He's always faithful. <laughs> yeah, and Amen. and um, he's always been supporting us and looking after us. Yeah. And um, and and I remember also at that time choosing. It was a choice. What do we do now? Do yeah. we keep following God? Yeah. Or do we turn our back on God mm. because Rebecca had died and, and walk away? And I just felt that I can't make that choice. Yeah. Not that I can't make a choice, but I can't make a choice to turn my back on God. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. So, no, I've just you got to keep God. trusting you, God, mm. and mm. keep going on. Yeah. You know, and that's... Yeah, the fact that in the same day we lost all our possessions was almost like something like Jonah... It yes. happened in the same hour, oh, within yeah. one hour, 60 yeah. minutes. Both had Job. happened. Job. Job, sorry. Job, yeah. yeah, getting my Bible yeah. characters mixed. <laughs> Started that one again. Yeah. yeah. For us, um, it was very much like a Job experience because yeah. within 60 minutes, this daughter was born with a terminal illness 
and wow. we lost all our possessions. Yeah. So it's all happening in, in the space of 60 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, and um, a few other things complicating. I was actually out of town when Gay came into labour, couldn't wow. get back, so I chartered a plane to fly me overnight and the plane got held up getting some fuel because we had to travel a long way and mm. I arrived one hour after the birth, so I missed the birth and found that you know we had a very, very ill daughter and... As we were coming into land in Sydney, we couldn't get into the airport because mm. of smoke. And mm. no. the smoke was from a massive fire in a warehouse oh. where our possessions wow. were. Wow. And didn't find that out till later that day. But very quickly, you're faced with, you know, daughter facing death, lose all your possessions, and material things became of no consequence at all. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. And you really realise just how little material things matter. You know, mm. we'll be dead and gone one day and mm. material things don't matter at all, mm. but mm. Um, people and eternity is what matters. Yeah. Wow. The other thing was that having three healthy daughters afterwards was the healing balm. Yeah. Um, Very I much. really yeah. don't know yeah. if I would have coped if each three daughters had died yeah. the same way, but Absolutely, God yeah. didn't allow us to be tested that way, yeah. um, but instead blessed us with three daughters, and that was probably the biggest part of the healing, just healing, the joy yeah. that, that those mm. children yeah. have brought us over the yeah. decades. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if if I would connect this so to, uh, it is it's such a gr- great experience <laughs> mm. in in the sense where it's not a good experience. I call it great because you grew in it and you became who you are today. Mm. Um, what did you enjoy in these three phases of your life? Like the first season where you were just the two of you without children. Then you had children that you were raising. And then the children left the house. Then you found yourself just the two of you. Like now you are just the two of you. And then we have grandchildren. You like four four stages of your life. What did you enjoy most in each season? The season together is a blur because it was three years from when we were married to that first daughter was born. (laughs) And it was work. I worked 110 hours a week. So we... When I look back, I'm surprised our marriage survived because yeah. the, wow. the divorce rate amongst doctors did that. It was more than 50%. Wow. Um, and I think it's just got God's <coughs> working in both our lives and Gay's mm. patience and understanding that yeah. she had to give up her husband for well those done, three years. Yeah. <laughs> um, then that first year or 18 months when we both had a daughter who died and waiting for the next one was just hard. Yeah. Mm. Um, working still hard, but not as hard, but just working through that whole process. Mm. But probably one of the high points of our life was really the years our daughters were at home with us, particularly holidays we had together where we were able to have a lot of good holidays. Mm. Yes. But now we feel this season of our life with grandchildren in our hometown yes. is an equal high point. Yeah, um, great. Yeah, we never thought until a couple of years ago that we would have grandchildren in the same town. Yeah. Um, you know, they would be perhaps in the same country, but not yeah. in the yes. same town. Yeah. So it's, you have to travel to go to yeah. them. Yeah. But they've only been with us for nine months or so. So it's a bit early to say, is the high point at the current season as high as the 15, 20 years yes. when we had our children yeah. growing up? Yeah. But we were expecting so. Yeah, Because yeah, we so you know, have our children now as adults, but also have grandchildren. And mm. a lot of people I know who are older than me said grandchildren are the best. Yeah. You have such fun with them and you can enjoy them but then hand them back to their parents <laughs> to actually do all the do all the hard work <laughs> and um yeah, yeah so perhaps we'll find this season even more enjoyable yeah. oh, that's cool. I, i'm not sure how you navigate other people because you sound like a peaceful couple but uh when it comes to bringing other people in your life like in-laws do you have like in-laws do you have 
other people who come in your life and how do you process that yeah they're, well they're all what we'd call in-laws none of them are what we'd call outlaws <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's a so, good one yeah so we're blessed with family that we get yeah, on with good. yes okay. and um mm. and without exception really yeah so, that's good so yeah. that is good and yeah. um the house, I guess, is big enough so that mm. you know, if there's a lot of people here, yeah. you, you need a quiet corner. It's beautiful you can, and you can, yeah, you can go somewhere to, to go. <laughs> yeah. And I tend to get up very early, and so I like a bit of peace and quiet of a morning for mm. an and hour or two. And I tend to stay up late. Mm. I'm naturally a night owl, so I get my mental space when everybody else has gone to bed. Yeah. And I get so, mine early in the morning. Oh, so you go to bed early? I go to bed nowadays 9 o'clock mm. at and, the latest. And you go to bed late. So you spend like one, two hours alone? Yes. Yeah. And That's in the your morning, recharge sign. That's yeah. my recharge Yeah. Time. And you wake up early? I wake up 5 or 5.30 and, and get up. she stays on bed for a few hours? Sometimes. Mm. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. yeah. Um, and, but sometimes you'll come to bed earlier. Yeah. Um, other times you'll get up earlier. <laughs> yeah. But by and large, you know, my, that first couple of hours of a morning for me, uh, yeah, it's very, I just enjoy them by myself. Yeah. Yes. Um, mm. No lights on if it's still dark, just yeah. slowly waking up, cup yes. of tea, have an iPad, so I do a mixture of reading the Bible and reading the paper, yes. checking emails, and yeah. just slowly come to the surface and get ready for the day ahead. Oh. Wow. Um, yeah. Whereas of a night, I by nine o'clock, I'm you, bang, I'm exhausted yeah. and yes. ready yeah. for bed nowadays. I, I didn't <laughs> used to be, but that's for me nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were working 100 and something hours per week yeah. and, and kids in the house, how did you manage that? We had no kids in the house when I was working 110 hours oh, a week. Okay. Okay. But when I was working 110 hours a week, I could easily work 80 hours without sleep. Um, yeah. And that was expected as no, a junior no. doctor in those days. Wow. And it, But I would come home and Gay would find me fell asleep at the table, just my head on the table. Wow. Um, yes. Because I'd be so tired after that. Yeah. But I just seem to have this ability, but no longer have I got that ability. I could just go for days on end without wow. needing any sleep. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, but um, that was when I was in my 20s. Yes, of <laughs> yeah. course. Yeah, now yeah. I'm in my 60s, no yeah. way. <laughs> if I go to bed at 11 the next yeah. day, I'm quite quite doughy. Yeah. 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 Gay, you're quite an amazing artist, if I may say so. Oh, yeah, very you. good. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Is, that, is that like a... Like a, something that you love doing or you went to school for it? Can you talk a little bit about it? Ever since I was a little girl, I've just loved colours. Mm. Just I remember playing with my grandmother's embroidery cottons and just looking at the colours of the cotton. Mm. You know, I loved mm. it. And I think I've always had that artistic seed there. Mm. But it wasn't until I was mature, like after the children were into their teenage years, that I... Um, started painting and mm, mm. um and and uh, I did some courses through TAFE here and other things and um yes just developed it oh, from there and yeah. that's one one way I recharge as yeah, well. Yeah, I thought so. Yes. I thought so. Yeah. One day a week I go to another a friend of mine who's also likes to paint and we spend three or four hours just painting in their own little world you can get really lost in the canvas oh, and wow. in fact the 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 paint painting of my wife that you made last christmas is still in our lounge room it's, it's very beautiful, beautiful. Like yeah it's it was an amazing on surprise di on the display it is beautiful yeah tell us you you on um you are running uh do you call it a practice or yes. a practice? medical practice medical, medical practice. practice i think it's the one in the kind. Um, 
How do you manage that as a couple yes. and maintain the tension between the two of you? How do you do business together? Sorry, if I can call it a business. Yes. How do you do business yep. together yep. and stay happily married? Yeah, okay. It, it is a business in one way. It's I look on it as a profession and a medical practice. So yes. we provide yes. eye care to much of the northwest of New South Wales. Mm. Yes. But um, I have to employ staff to do it, buy equipment, so Mm. we have to charge fees. So in that respect, it's a business. Mm. Um, I don't get involved that much with that side of it. Mm. I leave it to Gay. And Mm. in most of our dealings, we complement each other in Mm. that I'm what you call a big picture person. I'll see the big picture and I'll head off in that direction and Gay is an attention to detail purpose yeah. mm. person so yeah. she will then mop up after me with the yes. big picture and <laughs> do the nitty gritty yeah. and if businesses that supply our services relied on me yeah. um, they'd be banging at the door wanting the money because <laughs> I would just not think of paying the bill yes. not that I don't want to I, I, you I just don't keep yeah I'm not thinking of that yeah. whereas Gay is like a bulldog where she's just got it written down yeah, and wow. everything runs like clockwork Yeah, and so we very much complement each that and any other business dealings that we've had Yeah, so that means that there's no great tension at all Yeah, yeah. Okay. we're blessed where you know, when we were first married we had very little finances and mm. after we lost all our possessions it took us years to recover financially mm. but we're sort of in a blessed position now where mm. we don't have to be worried too much about the, the, the money side of it yes. so there's never financial pressures which are often in marriages yeah. um, but I think the way we complement each other also means we've got a delineation of duties and we both just naturally do our own thing and we yeah. compare notes and Gay's often asking me well, what do you want to do with this and I'll say we need to do that and yeah. then I know she'll implement it without me mm. having to give it any more thought. Yeah. Um, so it works very well without any any real conflict. How did you know what you are? Like, how good did you at? get there? Yeah. Like, how, how did, did you get um, to a point where you realized? Gay, what? how did you know what thing? you are good at in the marriage and in the like, business? We fell into it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was just boom. <laughs> something you learned, like, um, and picked up little little jobs at a time, like yes. tiny mm. little tasks. Yeah. Um, and then you you learn to do that, and, and and then something else needs doing, so you learn how to do yes. that. Mm. And it's just a gradual, gradual, mm. um, and, and just naturally gravitated to it. Yeah. So my focus had always been the the patient in front of me at the time. Yeah. To give the best attention to that person. Yeah. yeah. But knowing behind the scenes that you know I had to think of the next patient or think well no we need some more equipment and all that. Um, so I gravitated to that side of it and thinking where we should be in a year's time. Yes. Um, Gay just likes this attention to detail. So on bookkeeping and paying bills, she was able to do that without any dramas, yeah. even though she wasn't trained like it and has gradually learnt. Yeah. Yeah. And with a good team around us of staff and you know, people like accountants and all that that have been able to help and, and guide yeah. how to do it. Have, yeah. you, have you ever got to a place where you feel like you need more voice or less voice in the business? Uh, gay because your husband is like the main guy there uh have you ever felt like you need more authority or less authority or something no, like I don't, that no i don't desire any further authority that what i do <laughs> I, I enjoy doing yeah. i enjoy a little bit of bookkeeping mm. um and it helps me to understand what's going on mm. in his life mm. yes um and um gives me insight into um what he does with work and mm. but it also builds relationship with our staff because mm. i yes. have to communicate with them great and that's a positive thing yeah mm. um 
one day I'd like to hand it over to someone else. You know, it does take a lot of yes. time. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it's just it's just um, it's just an enjoyable thing that yeah. I enjoy yeah. that I do at the moment. But um, no, I don't. I wouldn't want to extend it any further. Yeah. So no. you never had <laughs> tension to ma- to manage your business in, st- in, ter- in in relation to your marriage. Like no, no, never... no, no. I've never had that. Yeah. You just knew but, your place. Yeah, you knew that's that. a blessing. Well, I, I my desire is from when we were early married. I wanted to have a family and, yeah. and be a mum and raise my children. That yeah. was my desire. Mm. I've fallen into this other bookkeeping role mm. um, just. For need of someone to do it, basically, yeah, and it's just growing. Yeah. I said, yes, yeah, I said earlier that when I met Gay, the things that attracted me to her were her good looks and her enjoyable, fun personality. Right but so. there's many qualities that I found afterwards. Yeah, and one has been that she hasn't tried to be the main player in our marriage in terms of, you know, yeah, taking yes, over. Great. But she's been a phenomenal support for yeah, everything great. I've yeah. aimed to do. Yeah. Um, and so that way, she's complimented me, and then I've. You know, tried to support what she does to the best of our abilities. Yeah. And in our bedroom, there's a pillow on our bed that's got an embroidery that says, behind every successful man <laughs> lies an exhausted woman. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't buy, gay bought. But no, so I won't go friend gay. I keep it there because very and true. It's, it's very funny, but it is actually true in that yeah, we've, so we're not successful on the world stage, but yeah. I've had a very successful career. Yeah. Um, and if I had married some of the girls I think that I knew when I was a teenager, yeah. I'd either be divorced yeah. or yeah. wouldn't be in so the position great. I am today. Yeah, I can imagine. With yeah, 110 um, hours work. Yeah, and those three years that we were first married, that yeah. was that was it. And um, yeah. you know, the old Jewish custom was that when a man got married, he didn't work for a year. He spent it with his wife mm. just getting to know her, and we spent three years virtually... Um, hardly seeing each other, yeah, wow. even though we would, you know, I'd come home every, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't come home for nights at an end because you'd be working 60, 70 hours without a break. Mm. Mm. Um, but Gay was very patient and very um, accommodating just mm. to realise that that was the job I had to do. Mm. And um, I felt trapped in the job, but um, that's just how it was in those days. Fortunately, it's not now. Mm. Did you know that you needed a, a wife who will support you in that journey? No. Or you just I was, found that it's happening? I was a totally naive, fairly ignorant young man when I got married. <laughs> yes. I never really thought ahead of yes. what marriage would entail. Yeah. Um, we had very good uh, mentors in our church that's that a, gave good preparation good for marriage, but mm. more on the spiritual mm. level. That's good. Um but not on the nuts and bolts of yeah. practical. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so w- just by the grace of God, really, I think we survived those few years. And, yeah. and particularly by gays not wanting to demand too much of me when I was just so tired all the time. Yeah. And also allowing me to pursue a career that, you know, even after those three years, it was always career would dominate your time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Studying for ophthalmology, it's a very hard road. So yeah. I was working 80 hours a week then, but studying at about 30 or 40 hours a week wow. to pass the wow. exams. And we were having children at the same time. Wow. So Gay did all the heavy lifting. Yeah, with, absolutely. Um, both having the children, but also a lot of the raising. And mm. um, it got to the point even where our eldest daughter, Felicity, when she was three or four, one night I went in to kiss her goodnight and she said, Daddy, where do you live? Wow! I said, darling, I live here. And she said, no, you don't. You live at the hospital. Oh, and um, what I'd realised, and hit me like a bullet oh, in the head, that yes. I would leave for work of a morning to sleep, kiss her on the forehead, 
get home at nine o'clock at night, she'd be asleep, kiss her on the forehead, and I'd see her weekends. Wow. And in her little mind, she'd thought I lived somewhere else. Oh, baby, and um, yeah. I made a decision that day that once I was through the study, mm. any spare time I had, we would just pour into our family. Beautiful. So we had phenomenal holidays and time together as a family growing mm. up. And the legacy has really been our children used to love to come on holidays with us even when they had left home oh, and were at uni and we've still got a great relationship with yeah, them. Beautiful. Yeah, did you have any any expectations when your husband was working like that? Were you have did you have any expectations that were unmet and you felt disappointed about or you just kept It used to concern me that he was so tired. Mm. Yes. But having been a nurse, I I understood. Mm. And um I, no, I didn't become angry. Mm. Um, wow. I was just concerned, just concerned that he was tired. so tired. Yeah. Yes. So your point was not about how you felt in the relationship. It was about how he was doing. You you, you were more like concerned about, about his, his health, health or his future than than how you feel. Yes, I guess so. I mean, they, at the That's same so time, you wanted to spend more time together. Yes, yes. But I understood that that was the... That were the demands of the job. Mm. That's how it was back then. You mm. understood. Mm. Mm. And that was one of the qualities she had That's that I never really saw. So when we I'm were being dating. impressed here. That's like, really like, cool. Yeah. Wow, mm. this is... Yeah. I, I wish every couple was like that. Like, <laughs> you understand. Yeah, but it's a, it's, a, it's a very, very important thing because some couples having trouble in their marriage be- just because of that, you know, yes. not understanding each other, not, not like, like you said, not serving each yeah. other. Yes. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I heard of someone sum it up very well the other day, not just marriage, but on relationships, mm. to yes. say that we treat people in one of two ways. We treat them um, as a commodity where, you know, we're in a relationship with them for what we can get out of it. Yes. Mm. Or we treat people as a commitment where we treat them person for what we can put into it. Mm. Yeah. And I think the sign of a good marriage is that it's a commitment yeah. mm. where you're out for the other person's best welfare yes. rather than a commodity. Well, what can my spouse give to me? Mm. Yeah. Um, and if you do that, well, then, you know, you'll never be satisfied probably yeah. because you always want more. Yeah. Whereas if it's a commitment where what can I do and bring into this relationship, yes. whether that be marriage or good friendships, yeah. um, I think it's the world of difference. And I, I thought that was a very yes. good summary yeah, of, that's um, a very good of relationships in it's general. And yeah. I guess the teaching we had was very good teaching scripturally. Yeah. And it was very much about commitment that, mm. you know, based on the Bible, which says, you know, a, a man will leave his mother and his father and yes. be joined to one wife and they'll yeah. become as one. Mm. And that means physically, sexually, yeah. and relationally. Yeah. Um, but also that marriage was a lifelong commitment. Yep. Yes. You know, so long now people marry and if something better offer comes, well yes. then um, instead of commitment, it's after yeah. commodity. You know, yes. something wow. offers more. Yeah. And I guess we'd both always felt that when we said I do, it was yeah. um, for richer, for poorer. Yeah. yeah. It's been both. For better, for worse. Yeah. Mostly been better, but has yeah. been bad. Yeah. And for sickness and in health, we've mm. both had sickness and health. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for long as we both shall live, and um, mm. you know, we've I guess entered like into it, enter into it with that um, mindset. with that mindset. mindset. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. you know, times when you know things haven't been going so well, cut and run was never an option. Yeah. Mm. Um, but commitment was always the option. Yeah. And I think that's probably why we're still together after 43 years of yeah. being very human, very frail, yeah. making lots of mistakes, yeah. having a lot of adversity yeah. in various periods of our life. Yeah. Um, David, were you explaining to your family what is happening? Were you explaining to your wife why you are absent, why you are not there, or she just understood? Were you talking about it? When or? I was working? Yes. She just understood. Like I'd have a roster where I had to work mm. X number of hours. 
Later on, I was absent more because I was overseas, say in India, sometimes by myself or a conference or North Korea. And we both went into those overseas works with full knowledge that she would free me up to go and do it. And when the children were still at home, would sort of keep the home running while I was away. Mm. And um, Gay's what I would call a very low-maintenance wife, mm. whereas yes. you know, some men are married to what you call a very high-maintenance <laughs> wife. I think so. And um, yeah. I think if Gay had been a high-maintenance wife... Um, yeah. practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we've... Gay, I would like both of you to speak on this because this is a very important thing in our culture today where like people demand what the spouse should do, uh, should do and the amount of hours that you want them to be around you and... And I understand it's healthy for couples to spend time together. I'm not, we are not encouraging people not to spend time together. But I, I see sometimes there may be demand for work or something like that for the benefit of the family. So how to understand that balance there, that you knew that it was for the family he was doing it and you did not demand him to be home. We are not encouraging people not to be home, but you understood it was necessary at that time not to be home. So how did you come with that wisdom that this is for us? Let me support him instead of being another another issue to deal with. When he comes home, you are angry because he was not home. When you, he goes to work, everybody's expecting him to do things. And sometimes, not only men, anyone can get stuck into that kind mm. of world. How did you get that wisdom? I think I really didn't think too much about it mm. at, at the time. I mean, this was life. That's yeah. how it was. I mm. mean, um, but thinking about it now, like as um, 43, years, like 43 <laughs> years, years later, later um, I think it comes back to what is love. Yeah. You oh, know, wow. in a marriage relationship, it's all about love, isn't it? And and what is love? Well, you go back to that 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Mm. Love is kind. It doesn't mm. get angry easily. Mm. Um, it doesn't insist on its own way. Mm. And I would ask the question of people that are demanding things, who, who is this for? Is mm. it for your own way? Mm. Or are you trying to serve the other person? Yeah. You know, and, and, and love never fails, mm. that scripture ends with. Yes. By loving another person, you don't fail that other person. Mm. Yes, wow. And and you serve that other person. Now I'm not I'm not talking about you becoming door, a doormat. No, and, no, and, no. And, not and, a slave. And, yeah. and, and a abusive relationship. No, no, that's a whole yeah. different, different thing. Absolutely. But in a healthy relationship, each party. Yes. Is serving the other and yeah. not insisting on their own way. That doesn't mean that you don't have differences of opinion. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a different perspective about about how you look at the other person and the time you spend with each other. And, yes, you do have to, to work at your relationship mm. and spend time with one another. Mm. It's really important because mm. if you don't spend time with one another, well, you can drift apart. Yes. But mm. it's all about your attitude mm. to one another I and, and your life. definition of mm. love that you had and the commitment uh, mindset. Yeah. yeah. Instead of what you are getting from the other, you what you are putting in mm, that yes. mindset is very important i think that's what drive drove your 
relationship for years. Mm. Like you were just we had a commonality of purpose. Yeah, yes. great. Um, I don't think we I really realised it at the time, but it's something that grown to realise yeah. after 43 yeah. years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's good. Okay, I know you've touched on this a lot, but I just want one thing, if you can, one thing that each, for example, for you, David, what does gay do? I know you've said so much, but what does gay do that makes you smile? Maybe that's the list of 112 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> makes you smile. Yeah, makes me smile. Yeah. Um, Probably when she's happy and smiles because the, one of the first things that attracted me to her is with her beautiful smile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a photo somewhere here on our wedding day of her walking down the aisle with a beam like a Cheshire cat, just beautiful <laughs> white teeth and yeah. pale skin. And yeah, um, yeah like now. Like that. Yeah, no. yeah, that's <laughs> so, um, beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that's, that's probably I just, that... yeah, just enjoy seeing her smile. Great. <laughs> what about you, Gay? David's. David's always been fun to be with we've yeah. done lots of interesting things yeah. together he's mm. a real adventurer and i'm not yeah. but organizes great holidays and you know interesting things to do yeah but i guess um the basis of it is his faithfulness yeah mm. great i know he's faithful to me mm. and it gives me real point Peace and joy in my heart. Mm. What, what does um, it mean, gay? Sorry to cut you short. What does it mean to be faithful? If you can expand there, I know that um, I can trust him. Yes. I know that he loves me. Yes. I know that he loves me yeah. with a a love like Christ, yeah. like as Christ. Husbands are commanded to love their wives as Christ loved the church, mm. and. A number of times I can see that David loves me mm. in wow. that way. That's a bit too high a pedestal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done, David. That's well done. It makes me feel secure. Safe, it gives yeah. me peace. Mm. Yes. And and it, it it gives me a not a, a laughing joy, yeah. but it gives me a joy mm. in here. Yeah, mm. the constant joy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I'm loved mm. and um yeah. That's a challenge that's to men. Oh, well, that's what I said. She's put me on too high. <laughs> Are you doing great, Dave? You've end, done it for 43 you, yeah, years. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm a frail human being, <laughs> like the best of us. But you're doing great. And um, <laughs> the trouble with being on a pedestal is you can think you're immune to falling off it <laughs> because we're all frail, sinful yes, human beings. And so, um, yeah. She's put me on a very high pedestal yeah. by saying that. After 43 years, I think you deserve yeah, I think to hear you, that. You, and you I do. think men, we should learn from that. Yeah. I guess that. so. The love we show to our spouse, our wives, yeah. gives them that security, yeah. that safety. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I love to hear that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a big lesson to yeah. us yeah. Yeah. young men coming. Yeah. I think at 43 years, to, um, you don't need to prove anything to mm. each other. Um, and so you sort of settle into a different phase of marriage than when you're first married. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it fits like a shoe for one of a better word. Yeah. You know, just, we're yes. just used to our own ways. Yeah. And, um it, it takes away a lot of the tension just that, I think, because um, you're not thinking, well, you know, have I done something to offend or <laughs> yes. And even if you have, you yeah. know that, well, that commitment's still there. Yeah. yeah. yeah um. so. And we've both changed too. I think when we were first married, David was much more controlling. Mm. Yeah. Um, not over the top, but mm. much well, more controlling. Money because I had none until then. Well, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. and, and that, but as we've grown to know one another better and trust one another mm. more that 
he he's um he's freer and 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 um he know he he knows what to expect of me, I mm. guess, yes. and that I'm not going to go out and yeah run up big debts. Or yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. So he's expect. I ask you about your expectation. We didn't ask him about his expectation, but but when you say controlling, you mean he wanted things to go in a particular way and things to be done in a particular it was way. Probably uh, financial, I guess. Mm. Yes. You know, like. He earned had it. Had to account mm. for every cent. When yeah. I got married, we had I had my bank account with twenty dollars in it. That's mm. all yes. I owned in the world. Yeah, yes. I had more money. Than yeah, she and I she, had a car. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, so I married wealthy. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, but um, I was very conscious yeah. of every cent. Yeah. And so, yeah. Gay, particularly as a nurse, when she first went nursing, yes, had her own income and would blow the lot. So we had yes. quite different expectations on spending. Yeah. Yes. Um, whereas now. Um, we both spend as we need to and there's no threat or anything like that. Yeah, but when okay. early on it took me a while to realise that you know, I need to give her freedom with a checkbook for one of a better yeah. word. How did you get there? Did you I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. found yourself yeah. here. Yeah. You're free happened. from yeah, it. It just happened. Yeah, it just happened. Probably yeah. I, I you know realised that you out the twenty dollars I had in my bank account wasn't how the rest of my life would be. <laughs> <laughs> and also that as a married man we needed to have a few more things yeah. than the very yes. you know, I had Two pairs of pants yeah. and um, yes. you know, one on, one off, and that was a very you know how I lived then. Yes. Um, and so you know we could actually do a little bit better than that. And yeah. um, I didn't need to worry about gay blowing yeah. the lot and having yeah. the creditors kick us out of their house. So um, <laughs> yeah, but I think that was a gradual thing. But yeah. it didn't take that many years really. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so. And good. you were you were also ready to grow like you were ready to learn I, i'm sure so as yes. life goes mm. yeah. went by you, yeah. you also those, those years you know from late teens to early 30s are mm. some of the busiest of your life you're sort mm. of usually finding a career establishing that mm. finding a spouse um starting a family mm. take on a mortgage mm. yes. many many things happen and so that change of time in 10 years is is much bigger than later in life mm. yeah which I think back 10 years ago, our life is not as altered now. Probably yeah. the biggest change is you know, having grandchildren now. Mm. But those 10 years of life are just huge and um, changes are huge. And I think you you know, you realise you do have to change because you can't stay the same as the you same, were. The same, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's and a, it's a challenge and an excitement as well to, to do that change. Yeah. Maybe yeah. one more thing before we close. If you can tell us, if you can take yourself to that first 10 years of your marriage. Yeah. Or what is the biggest lesson you can give to those who are still there? Mm, like we still have one. people who are in their second year of marriage mm. or seventh yep. year of marriage. They're still facing the same challenge. In fact, there are people who have $20 in their bank account today. Mm. So that's where they are. Yep. Like when they look at their bank account, yep. oh, 20 bucks. Mm. So what would you say to those? What are the things? Okay. You if, if you're a follower of Jesus, undoubtedly just to trust God with all aspects of your life, both mm. your yes. marriage and your finances, because mm. uh, God's no man's debtor, and if you honour Him, mm. the twenty dollars will get you through, yeah. um, or whatever it is. But probably just to trust God for where you are at that point in time, yeah. and to ask God for wisdom as to what you should do with your future. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can remember as a young man, the Bible verse that stuck with me as a teenager was out of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and mm. don't lean on your own understanding, yeah. but in all your ways acknowledge him mm. and he will direct your paths. And looking back 60-plus years, 
my paths have always been directed and I can see, not in the Amen. little day-to-day things, but in the big picture things, yeah. yes. I can just see God directing us every way. And mm. you know, as we've shared um, some of that direction, we end up going through very deep waters and we've only yes. shared a fraction of the deep waters we've had to go through, but yeah. we can see God directing us. So probably committing yourself to God and asking for his direction in your yeah. life That's great. as a young couple or even mm. as a young single, you know, as, yeah. a, as, a, as a human being, really. Yeah. Anything yeah. from you, Gay? I would just stress the importance of prayer. Mm. Yeah. Like there's an old hymn that says, take it to the Lord in prayer. My you favorite. Know? Yes. That's my favourite one. My and I've favorite. learned from experience mm. that that is really important mm. that, and that you can take anything to God. Mm. He hears us. Mm. Uh, he and he does answer mm. and yes. and he cares mm. and you can pray about anything yeah great whether mm. it's relationship or finances or your emotions your feelings mm. just talk to god about it and mm. tell mm. him and mm. ask him for his help and guidance mm. yeah. and that's the the best starting point start there mm. yeah. and be prepared to work hard if mm. it's a financial yeah. thing. A lot of some people are not prepared to go out and, and work hard. Mm. Yeah. Well, if that's what's necessary, do, do it, it, you know. Mm. But but the bottom line is trust God and ask him for his guidance. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Right. And to and to help you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Gay and David, for first of all welcoming us in your home, yeah, yeah. and also just giving us so much wisdom. Yeah. I, I believe so many people will learn from this, and yes. so just with your generous heart, just giving your wisdom, it's just beautiful. Thank you, beautiful. thank you so much. It's been a it's been a pleasure, Mike and Christelle. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you for watching or listening. Uh, if you haven't done it. Please subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel, Mike and Christelle Podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And remember, when When family family is healthy, healthy, the the nation nation is is healthy. healthy. See you next time.